All right, so we're recording now. Good, welcome to the men's podcast, uh, an alternate weeks from the men's group at St. John's Evangelist Church. Uh, uh, just to be clear, we've renamed this to Jesus and the Guys. Jesus and the Guys. And uh, let's start with an Our Father. Very good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Okay, I guess uh, I'll go right into the gospel message. And I'm here with uh, our friends John and Keith, myself, Mark, the gospel message for this week. He changed his mind and went. Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven. Uh, yeah, I think you didn't start from the beginning. Oh. Okay. Sorry about that. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterward changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave him the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the, his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven before you. When John came to you in the way of the righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, that's... That's to the point. Uh, gosh, the, the, you know, obviously, it's 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 the tale of two sons. One did his father's will; the other one didn't. And Jesus says, "Look, it's it's right on the tip of your nose here. It's it's clear as day what what needs to be done and what you have to do." Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the main point of it is, uh, um, you know, words versus actions. You know. Uh, and what Jesus is saying is what, what is actually important are your actions, not your words. Because um, uh, the one son, you know, he said he wouldn't do it, but he actually did. Uh, the other one said he would do it, but he actually didn't. And, uh, um, you know. And that, 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 happens, that, that happens all the time. You know, I see it in the workplace. So somebody will say, yeah, I'll get right on that. I'll get right on that. And. You know, they, they, they make a career of that, and it doesn't happen where at least, you know, the other one, people try. They give it a shot, and, and that's what you have to do. You have to take that first step uh, to get things done. What, what, what do you think, John? Um, the subject is he, uh, speaking to the Pharisees, and they were notorious for, uh, you know, just following all the, all the specifics of the, uh, the Jewish law, and then not being, but not being kind to... Uh, people who were, uh, they felt they were, who were inferior to them. So uh, they, they felt that uh, people who were uh, prostitutes and 
tax collectors and so-called sinners were, uh, you know, that they were uh, cursed and that they were the ones who were the holy ones because they followed the law, but they didn't really, um, you know, they didn't, they didn't follow the spirit of the law. Spirit of the law is very important too. Spirit of love. Yeah. So, you want to expand on that? What you, uh, the spirit of love? Um, you know, it's not so much the rules; it's just the uh, the way your uh, the attitude is of a person. Uh, you know, living their life and uh, how they uh, treat other people. Mm -hmm. You know, they have to be uh, can't. Uh, get caught up in uh, in the specific uh, rules and all the things you're supposed to do to be holy as opposed to uh, just trying to love people and uh, trying to be good to them. And, um, you know, so a lot of people who are uh, uneducated are very good about, they're good about just basically, uh, you know, accepting people for who they are and trying to work work with them and be patient with them, mm -hmm. you know, so I guess, uh, I guess a dog is a lot like that, you know, but uh, for human beings, it's harder. Dogs are very loyal and uh, love unconditionally in most cases. And, uh, you know, people have to, uh, a lot of people have to work on, uh, you know, being, um, you know, just being uh, more loving towards uh, their fellow uh, fellow people they come into contact with. Mm -hmm. Keith. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, um, uh, sometimes you'll hear, uh, uh, like, uh, I follow, you know, what some people do uh, is they try to like, game the system, they'll follow the letter of the law and not the intent of the law. So, uh, you know, kind of similar when, when Jesus is talking about the guy who says he's going to do all these things but actually doesn't, uh, it could be someone who is literally, like like John saying, kind of the Pharisees, like there could be people who, who, you know, from outward appearances do stuff, but, you know, God really, he only cares about what's in your heart, and only he sees that, nobody else, and so... Um, and the Pharisees are like, oh, there's, like from outward appearances, uh, sinners and prostitutes or whatever, uh, you can see that they're not following like the letter of the law, but you don't know their circumstances or, you know, or their heart. And, uh, but, but God does, um, uh, I find it, the other thing I find interesting is, 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 uh, I was just talking about like the, the, the Pharisee person, but then the person who says that they're not going to do it, but actually does. It's like that person, because uh, I feel like I've definitely been like that person before, where like I, from outward appearances, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to follow these stupid rules or whatever. But like inwardly, I, I, I love the truth. And I love goodness, you know, and I want to do goodness. And so, so um, if someone says to do something because I said so, I'm, I'm like a re rebel. I'm, like, I'm not going to do it just because you said so. But if someone says, do this because it's good and you know it's good, and I'll be like, yeah, it's good. I'm going to do what's good because I care about doing what's good. Yeah, yeah. And then, then that's a good way to look at things. And, and I, I can't, you know, a, a number of times I said, oh, no, but I end up doing it because you know it's good. You know it's the right thing to do. 
uh, you, you just have to, you know, put some effort into it to do it. And, uh, that's, that, that, that's, that's the best thing to do. And why, why do you think Jesus talked about the tax collectors and prostitutes listening? I mean, what was the point he was trying to make there? You know, because, the, you know, he, it wasn't, you know, he didn't direct it to the masses or anything. And like John said, he was talking to the chief priests, the Pharisees and the scribes to make a point that, hey, you know, you guys go around the letter of the law and uh, yet, you know, you don't, you don't do what's, you know, the, the, the right things a lot of times. And, and Jesus made it a point that the tax collectors and the sinners are listen and they hear it and they're entering the kingdom of heaven before anybody. So, so why do you, why do why do you think he 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 singled them out? I kind of, I think I kind of touched on that of uh, that um, you know from outward appearances, uh, you know everyone everyone knew what their sins were, you know, and uh, but uh, but the other people uh, had like you know, but it was like they had good hearts. It's just you couldn't see that. Only God could see that. Because, you know, when people say, oh, the tax collectors and the prostitutes, and it's like, um, you, you know, they're, they're, they're not of the masses, you know, they're not the majority of the masses. He really didn't direct it to the majority of the people. He just, he, he just singled out uh, groups that were you know, almost like downtrodden and looked down upon and stuff. But he said, you know, these are the people that that are are, are, are going to come along the best it also reminds me of uh, you know last week you had said the thing uh that god helps those who can't help themselves helps. and and uh like i imagine the kind of the tax collectors and prostitutes and stuff like you know they uh, I, I imagine that they felt like that you know it's like you know that they didn't they didn't like uh uh you know they repented of their sins they didn't like it and they asked for help because they knew they 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 needed help. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, uh, so true. And, 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 and again, that, uh, that reading of God helps them who helps themselves by Ben Franklin, uh, preyed upon, you know, God helps themselves who really cannot help themselves. And that really kind of eases your mind too. That, uh, Actually, it's one of the reasons why um, I, uh, you know, I, I, one of the reasons I stopped being an altar server I was for a couple of weeks because I was worried about falling into this trap of the outward appearances and and being out of sync with like the, uh, the inward heart stuff. Uh, and so I was like, I felt like I had to make a choice, you know, which is more important to me. Uh, and obviously, what should be more important is the um, the in, the inward stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'm, uh, because uh, I am actually curious how, how priests deal with this. Uh, you know, hopefully that they, they, uh, kind of have the, the grace and, and other like virtues of prudence and fortitude and stuff to, uh, uh there's probably a different, I don't know. It, like, uh, I guess I'd be worried if, um, if they're <laughs> in the same way that I was worried about myself, uh, you know, I guess, 
maybe harming my heart if I were to do something you know, without love, uh, if I was just to go through the motions of it. Um, uh, I'm, you know, hopefully priests aren't like that. Hopefully that they are filled with love while they're doing it, because <laughs> it's it, otherwise, it, it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't they, want them to do it. They should resign if they're not doing it. Correct. Life. Yeah, they should. That, that's you know, you're you're hoping that they're, they're here because they want to be here, not because uh, you know they, they 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 were forced into it or a situation, something like that. But um, yeah, you would you 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 would hope that, that would happen. And I and I did have some dreams too uh, about about mass and Father Will, and that uh, I had gone into a mass and. Uh, Nobody was socially distanced and they were all packed on each other. And I right away, like went off into the corner to be, you know, socially distanced. And like, I came in like the middle of the mass and then they concluded the mass. Akos was there looking at me. He was smiling with his wife, Annie. And then, um, it was, it, it was like, they dismissed that mass and they started a whole new mass. And man, that just, that just blew my mind. I said, what's going on here? And uh, uh, it, it got me to thinking about, you know, you know I, I, I guess my conflict about, you know, wanting to be at mass all the time, being socially distanced, being caught, you know, what to do. And, uh, um, you know, that, 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 that gave me food for thought. And uh, I, I did come across... Uh, Romans 12, 12, you know, I, I, these things just pop into my mind, these different scriptures and passages. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, Timothy had called and, uh, you, you know, we had a nice chat and he sounded well, you know, but, but he sounded like he could be aggravated at any time because of the situation. And, um, you, you know, we, we, we talked about 12, 12, where, uh, uh, you know, you, you hold out hope, you're, 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 you're patient in your afflictions, and you continue to pray. And that's where the whole idea of, you know, the pocket Bible comes so we can have that. And, um, you know, he, he, he was very clear. He was very succinct about what he needed. He needed that advocate to, you know, help him get that place. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, by your actions this morning and, and alerting people and putting them in touch, to, to, to contact them that, uh, you know, he, he could, uh, he, he could, he, he, you know, uh, move, move along. And we're both in the same way. You know, I go to the hospital next week. I'm looking for an advocate to help me with my legs and get my gait back. And he's looking for the next step for a place to stay. So that's where we have this kindred spirit of, uh, yeah, Timothy, I know, you know, you have your situation. I have my situation. We're hoping to, uh, you know, have our advocates, um, you know, you know, help, help, help move us along. So, um, you know, we're, 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 we're both holding out some hope for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So anything you want to talk about, John, the stuff you tax about? collectors are, uh, just, you know, the worst of the worst in the Jewish society because they were acting on the, on the Romans behalf. And I guess, um, you know, women. Uh, I guess it was a, it was kind of okay for uh, for a man to uh, run around in Jewish society, but for women, you know, be a prostitute was uh, really looked upon badly. So, uh, just a way of uh, identifying uh, the notion of sinner 
you know, in the female perspective for prostitutes and tax collectors were men. So, uh, you know, and, and then Matthew, uh, I guess, um, <clears throat> you know, being one of the apostles, um, he had to deal with um, some backlash from uh, people who knew him, you know, that he was, at, you know, he was serving in the role of uh, an apostle to Jesus. Um, but, um, you know, there are a lot of pe religious people who, I guess, uh, they, they do go through the motions, you know, and their way around that is to, to be, to pray and have constant, uh, daily contact with, uh, with God. I think that's how, uh, any uh, priest or brother or religious would, uh, you know, handle that to be, to really be, um, really be faithful to have that um, communication you know a good prayer life and a good prayer life is uh, you know you as in a seminary you're taught how to have a good prayer life I guess so you know you really have to but you have to work on it constantly um, but um, I remember I one time uh, I was talking about uh, prayer life with uh, Rick Agaitis, and uh, and he, he said he said that uh, his prayer is pretty simple. He just he is, he says help. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And, um. Uh. Or the, that's what that's what he said. But uh, in this and and what reminded me of that was in this specific uh, situation, I look at it like you know. Um, uh, if God doesn't give those people the, the strength to do, to do their job, uh, you know, that they should just, you know, trust in God and, and, and um, you know, uh, you know, basically I think, you know, if God wants, if it's like, you know, people talk about being called, so hopefully uh, priests are called and stuff, any type of trials they go through, I think they just need to trust in God. Yeah, it's like, um, it's, uh, uh, so like even if they, if they have, if they end up like you know quote you know from outward perspective failing in their duties or or uh, and stuff like that uh, you know I, I think it would be I would rather the uh, priest or a religious person uh, outwardly you know fail in their duties and be uh, you know uh, you know uh, th then have their heart inwardly uh, you know you know, be malformed or something like that so. Um, Yes. So I guess, um, you know, the, um, I think that the, uh, again, with regard to the Pharisees, they were, uh, they were really caught up in trying to uh, trap Jesus, and uh, ultimately they were the ones who, uh, who objected to what he was doing, and, um, you know, they were, uh, they were supposed to be good people, but they uh, they couldn't see that uh, Jesus was uh, advocating for a new way of life and a new uh, new form of uh, Judaism. So, I guess um, they um, they were too caught up in the rules, and they lost uh, they lost contact with uh, the spirit of the uh, the law as opposed to uh, the specifics of it.
Um, and uh, I guess anybody in authority has that. Uh, you know, you, you can you can get uh, lost in. Um, you know, a lot of leaders, political leaders, have done very evil things to their people, and uh, that's that's an example of going off on the wrong track. There are countless examples of that. Um, you know, there are good leaders and bad leaders, and the bad leader, the good leaders are the ones who always remember that that they're there to uh, you know to serve and to uh, to be looking out for the best interests of the people. Uh, kind of reminds me. Do you guys have any examples in your lives of uh, of either uh, you know uh, saying you do something and not do it, or saying you wouldn't do something and, and actually doing it? <laughs> um, I guess uh, with my father, sometimes I, I I told him I wouldn't do do something, would you know, wouldn't try my best at something, and then they were you know around working around the house. I I always tried to do the best job that I could. Um, and. Um, You know, there were situations in college living at the dormitory where, uh, where there would be people who, uh, you know, you didn't want to work with them, but then you, uh, you tried to, uh, to work with, uh, within the framework of, um, you know, trying to help them out and, uh, trying to, uh, you know, to, to be good. Uh, you know, when you really didn't like what they were, uh, how they were carrying themselves. So that's just in a generic, general way. So, yeah. uh, something that comes to mind uh, uh, with me was um, mostly like, uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, things when I said I, I, I wouldn't do something, usually a bad thing, like related to women or, uh, or cigarettes or something like that. And then, uh, and then later, I, I like, I, I would say that, I said I wouldn't do it, and then right before I actually did, it, I said, "Ah, oh, forget that. I'm going to do it." And so, but it's, it's it, I feel like it's the same thing where sometimes uh, I don't know, like it, it, I things that I think of for this are usually, uh, I would say, more like fit, physical things and spiritual things. Um, example: saying something and saying I do something and not do it. Um, and then saying I wouldn't do things and actually do it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know I've done that. I can't think of any specific right now. I know with myself, I, I, I mean, things that are typically hard, I, I say no to initially. So I think, how am I going to do that? Like, even with caretaking situations, you know, I had with my mom and dad, it's like, and I was even encouraged not to do it, but you know, I ended up doing it. It was a hard thing to do. It was the right thing to do. And then things I said uh, that, oh no, you know, I'm not going to do that. Were, were some bad things. You know, you get involved. It's easy to get involved with women or drinking or smoking or or or, or whatever. And I ended up doing that. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, it's like after it's like, why did I do that? You know, why, why, why would I, you know, intentionally bring harm to myself or something like that? And, uh, then, you know, after a while you tend to smarten up and say, you know, I, you know, you don't, you, you don't want to abuse yourself. 
you don't want to put yourself in harm's way uh, and, 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 and go from there. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it really is now. Sometimes I think of, like, when I think of the uh, saying you're not going to do something and doing it, it's usually, I feel like, a good thing. Like, in this example, um, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it was the, the person asked them to do something good or said, I'm not going to do that good thing, but then they actually did it because it was good. I feel like that happens, I feel like that happens actually pretty frequently. Yeah. Because like, people, I don't know, maybe, like, outwardly, I think people are better on the inside than we give them credit for. And part of that is because they say they won't do good things, but then when it comes down to it, they actually, like, they want to do good things. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that, that, that's in our nature. That's in our nature. And then, uh, uh, it's in our nature. Now, if it's a bad thing, and you know you agree to it and then don't do it you know that that that's a good thing too and a lot of times people will want to roll with the crowd and say yeah 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 I'll do this and then um don't you know you know don't do it but uh i, I think the point here was is that you know you, you have to accept these hard challenges you have to do these things um and and, and, and then when you say no to it that kind of binds you up think that's kind of like what what plays on you a lot of times is that uh, you know the right thing to do here so you just do the best you can with it a couple other times that i feel like you know jesus touches on this theme is, is uh when he says that you should you know uh when you pray to pray in your room and close the door because uh your father who sees in secret um you know, a lot of that stuff uh I mean, that's an example. I'm sure there's another one I can't think of right now, but a couple times he touches on this point of, uh, you know, if you want to, like, uh, uh, in order to, like, I don't know, there's there's something about that, uh, you know, uh, that, like, inner part of yourself that nobody can see, that, like, heart of yours, that, that that's, like, what you have a relationship with God with, that, and that, um, you know, that there is this kind of trap that people can fall into of like, uh, uh, the outward, outward appearances and stuff. I sometimes, uh, uh, at the mass, I, I frequently will close my eyes because I, uh, I get a little overwhelmed. Not first of all, I'm like, you know, mildly, I think like mildly autistic or Asperger or something. I'm very sensitive to, to things. And so I get sensory overload sometimes. And, and so I, I, I also think of that time when Jesus, you know, said, uh, to, you know, pray alone. Sometimes I'm at the mass, I'm like, oh, we should all be in our own little rooms. <laughs> you know, we should all be, uh, I, 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 but I think that's, you know, it's my own like little thing, but, um, that's a safe place to go to your own little room. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, the best I can do is I close my eyes and I kind of, I kind of pretend like, like, uh, uh, um, nobody can see me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have any examples this week of where uh, God may have talked to you or 
the light bulb went off or you know something just just, just happened um i guess i've been having dreams uh i hear voices I, um i uh pretty sure that i'm like i'm pretty sure that I'm surrounded by like you know bad spirits and that and good spirits, but the ones that for some reason I'm always aware of the bad things. And not only am I surrounded by them, I feel like I have them like in me also. <laughs> but uh, and you're and you're battling. Uh, well, I I also just trusting in God that there's enough. You know, obviously He's powerful enough, but that He there's enough good spirits around that that uh, they'll you know. Hope. <laughs> Uh, it yeah, be, the good spirits will overcome the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I don't know. I, another thing is I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, Catholic Answers uh, podcasts. I feel like uh, that's good stuff. Um, it is. That's yeah, what's going on with me recently. So also, I, I feel like I'm like easily manipulated by invisible things. So I apologize. <laughs> well. We don't want that to happen. Uh, we want only want the, the the good stuff for you. How about you, John? Anything? Um, it was interesting that uh, Barkley on the basketball uh, comment one of the shows he's taking backlash for actually saying that the uh, police were in, you know they were being shot out by the uh, that that woman's uh, boyfriend, and um, you know. They were uh, so they were justified, and that was a uh, a black uh, state district attorney who uh, recognized that that uh, the two of the officers um, were uh, involved in this raid, and they were being shot at. So they were justified in uh, in uh, returning fire, but none of the uh, protesters uh, have read read the um, that report or have any specifics. Now now they want the whole thing to be shared and. You know they're still not going to agree with uh, the conclusion that was reached. So that's an example of uh, people just um, not paying attention to the facts and uh, you know looking at the information rationally. And uh, so, but he, uh, how dare uh, Charles Barkley, uh, you know, actually disagree with the uh, Black Lives Movement matter? Yeah. Well, like that, uh, they should. I, I think I read that uh, they discontinued those no knock warrants uh, in that place because I think that's actually uh, is more at fault than the uh, than the officers themselves. The officers, you know, they thought something that wasn't true, and so because of that, you can't really hold them as responsible for their actions in that situation. Because if it was true and that same thing happened, it right. would be justified, which is why that's what my ruling was. But but uh, so really, I feel like the tragedy there was was the no knock warrant being issued in a place that it shouldn't have been. And, and I think just to avoid that entirely, there like we're not doing these weird no knock warrants anymore. Yeah, that's also gonna mean when I see Jesus or when I'm in the judgment, I'm gonna be like, I thought things that weren't true. You know, that's that's I I that's that's. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of. Uh... <laughs> wow, that's profound. When you see Jesus and you're in the judgment, and, and and that just paints a picture like sooner or later we're all going to be there, boom. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and like, you know, you're going to have all these questions, you're going to, 
wonder why this and why that. And he, he, he's going to explain it all to you. So. Yeah. We have a, an interesting week coming up. Uh, you know, we're 30 plus days to election and we're going to have debates. And I know there's going to be shows on TV today, tonight, tomorrow, even in the afternoon. Uh, you know, leading up to it, it's almost like the Super Bowl of politics. So, uh, you know, that, that's going to come up and you have all the strife uh, going on with the with the protests and the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all the things. So it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's almost like a constant turmoil that we live with. Um, but that's just, that's life. That's the way society is so in the words of Tom Burke what would Jesus do so pretty much do that and uh, that's what that's what he would expect so I wonder what Jesus would say about some, some things yeah well and that's what amazes me about the Bible and, and the way he would talking parables and I was thinking about that recently because one of the Catholic Answers podcasts I was listening to was specifically about parables of Jesus and uh, and and I was also thinking about the, uh, these people in my life like the kind of mini evangelizations that you know we're kind of called called to and, uh, uh, and I was thinking about it and I, was, I think that uh, and a lot of times he'll tell a parable and then he'll ask a question or he'll, it's, it's basically to get the other person, uh, you know, thinking. And, and I realized that, uh, you know, frequently it's, it's, you know, it's what Jesus did. It's probably the best way to convert people, uh, have that, to, you know, kind of prod along, uh, like a conversion of heart of some sort is, uh, you know, frequently I'll have an idea and I'll just like, like fire hose, you know, be like, yeah, here, this is my idea. It's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> that's definitely not what, you know, that's definitely not what Jesus was like. Uh, cause uh, it said, uh, you ask questions that will lead them to think the same thing or, uh, uh, you know, to have their own, you know, fire hose spring up within them and stuff like that. And so, uh, I got to do more asking questions and listening then, I uh, um, uh, you know, asking the right questions, and I think uh, uh, one of the things Jesus did is, is yeah, uh, like in this example of the gospel we just read, he 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 constructs a scenario, this parable, and then uh, and then asks the question, which which of these two did the right thing? Which of these two do you think did the right thing? He didn't say, he didn't say, uh, you know, some people say they're going to do stuff and don't do it. And other people say they're not going to do stuff and do it. And the person who who just does the thing, that's the person who who does the right thing. So I want everyone here just to do the right thing. Yeah, that wouldn't. I don't think that's not as effective. I actually feel bad for just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but you got your point across. It's like you, you use the fire hose approach a lot of times. That just don't work. Yeah. And, and 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 like you said, you know, you just came in parables and then he asked you questions to get you to think about it. Yeah. And then you start to think about it, and it's like. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 he's well, another, another thing in that situation is he, he, you know, uh, God gave us free will because we do have freedom. We do have the freedom to choose. Like you can, you can answer that question differently. You can, you can say, 
that you think that the person who said they were new but actually didn't, that person is, you know, you could say that. You, you have the right to think that, but, uh, you know, uh, I think people have an affinity for the truth. It's just hard to, for some reason, the truth is frequently obscured here. I don't know why. So I see that uh, you know I was I, I was tuning into those daily masses and, and you know when you, you tune into them at any time and I see that uh, they're not having one till next Tuesday and I don't know if Walter's maybe cutting back a little bit because I tuned in I said oh okay we'll see what Friday Saturday Sunday Monday because he they were really good they were, um, did they switch to the new to the new um, venue. I'm not sure. If oh, you, you mean you mean in the old church, maybe leaving the, the yeah. parish and going. Maybe to it's the, more difficult. I don't know. That's one thought I had. I don't know. I haven't been to the mass. That could be, and I think it's around this time, this weekend. I think that they were supposed to start that, where they were supposed to start the work on the church, and uh, they were supposed to hold masses then uh, in the in the old old church downstairs where the where the knights are, where that space is. Where at the in, the in that convent where the uh, statue of the Virgin Mary is? No, I think it's across from that in, in the school. school. Yeah, yeah. That, well, it's because of the project. Yeah, they said that uh, all the weekends are going to be available for uh, Sunday mass, the weekend masses, but uh, during the week they're going to be involved with having scaffolding in the in the hallways in the aisles. I mean, and uh, so they, there's going to be a uh, period of time where. Uh, they move the uh, daily mass over to the school. That's what he said at the outdoor mass. Yep, right. yep. And so that's been in the bulletin probably too. Mm -hmm. uh, one way we could check on that is that uh, they said during those times that they're going to move the um, uh, adoration from the main church proper back to the chapel, so, uh, uh, like the actual chapel in next to the, next to the church proper. Where's the chapel? The one we used to have daily mass in before the pandemic. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, why couldn't they just have daily mass? Oh, because they need the, the the space. Yeah, you can't pack everybody into that chapel. Yeah, and with the scaffolding being there, they want to. And you probably have to bring your own chair. It's like a BYOB. And. Uh, Bring your own chair and wheel it up, and they'll say mass. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking. I, feel, I was just thinking why I feel bad about that. Saying that the fire hose approach to this parable is that one of the reasons the fire hose is not good is that you know true love is a you know is is like a free thing, and and it, and it comes out freely. And, and like John was saying earlier, that uh, uh, it's like the What's important here is is living the true, true act of love, and 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 that is you know love is not forced. True love is not is not forced. Yeah. 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 True love is not is, is not forced. It's something that just happens.
So I'm not going to say anything else because I keep putting my foot in my mouth. You guys say no, anything else? Not really. It's 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 good to hear. I, uh, you know, I just I just covered everything that uh, came to mind, and uh, um, it's good talk. And uh, that's uh, that's you know it, it covers it. It was a short gospel today. Just gotta, you know, I, I just keep thinking of Romans 12, 12. You just gotta you know, hope, be patient, pray, and uh, and then just keep at, keep, 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 keep up. It's, it's pretty simple. What do you think, John? Well, today, 5 o'clock, is going to be the announcement of that woman being a nominee. So that's going to be interesting. Notice that she has a, uh, her family adopted a, uh, uh, an African-American girl. Seems, it seems that way that, uh, which, uh, so she has children of her own, but uh, there's a uh, black girl that's living in the house when they had, kind of, I don't know how they, I don't know why they were showing her house where she lives. That's kind of, um. You know, that's a little bit um, marginal there, doing that well, for security purposes. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to show that film. But, um, and I don't, know much, I don't know much about her husband, you know, but uh, they, they, if, he, if she is approved for the Supreme Court, she'll have to move to uh, the Washington, D.C. area, which she'll gladly do. Because she wants to uh, influence the court in the right way. You know, Mark was saying earlier about the Super Bowl politics coming up. But I think that um, confirmation hearing, you know, you're saying, like, unfortunately, it's probably going to get real personal and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm going to try to. Well, she's already been before the before the uh, Congress when she was appointed the judge. Yeah. So she knows what to expect. It was, uh, I heard it was even ugly then because they did talk about her religion. And basically, from a constitutional standpoint, our founding fathers said that's a no-no. You know, you, you know, whether they're Jewish or Catholic or Protestant or what, you know, that's that's uh, forbidden ground there. So uh, I, I know they were supposed to keep it under wraps too, because he was going to make this big announcement at five o'clock. But then apparently somebody no, it slipped. It, it, it leaked out. And leaked out said, to NBC. They know about it. So now everybody knows about it as a result. No, it's no secret. Because yeah. there was a thought that they had that Cuban woman also from Florida and that, you know, politically Trump wanted to better align himself with the Latinos. So they, you know, may consider, and she, and she would be an excellent choice too, to, to, to come on board. I mean, I mean, there's a, you know, both, both are, are excellent candidates. Um, so. And, and I don't see why that, you know, you know, again, I think this is what aggravates people is why the pushback, you know, Nancy Pelosi talking about, you know, she has a lot of arrows in her quiver there and, you know, they're going to be disruptive. And it's like, why this is why, you know, work together. It's like, you know, one's Republican, one's Democrat, work together to get things done because people don't like to see, you know, they, they, they really don't want to see the strike. I mean, you can have your opinions and your disagreements and about the way things should be done. But, um, it's just, it's, you know, why do they want to make it hard? You know? 
you know, I was, I was thinking about it, and, uh, I feel like, you know how in, like, World War II there was, like, propaganda, it was, like, you know, on both sides, uh, like, propaganda is, is, I feel like, uh, in, well, I feel like one of the things dividing the country is that media has their own, is, is, like, it's like they use propaganda, it's, it used to be that the news is, you know, they report the facts, it used to be that, like, Congress, they debate serious issues, and they care about the issues and stuff, seems to me now, now everything, you know, the newspapers and the politicians and stuff, it's all like spin, uh, like one thing, yeah, like even just like the pictures that they, they choose to put in the papers, like I've noticed for like when they, I don't know, when they want to like, it's so weird, everything's like, instead of having, you know how you could have like a, just a standard picture of someone, except if they don't like the person, they have a picture of them where that's like, you know, uh, it, they're 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 not smiling and they don't look right. And if it's someone they like, it's a picture of them smiling. It's like it's like that type of propaganda. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah and, and and you're right about that. I remember, uh, you know, the news being very objective. And I think uh, a news channel like say ABC, uh, CBS, hopefully NBC, the, the the major ones that were there for the longest are are pretty objective, but you, you could see CNN has this slant to it. And sometimes when I, when I listen to it, they're, they're, they're just bashing Trump. I mean, I mean, there's no objectivity there. It's, it's like they, they've chosen sides and Fox has a tendency to be pro Trump and like defend him. So they're going, you know, to the other extreme in their, in their, uh, but, but, but the, a lot of these media outlets have, have, have like chosen subjectivity uh, to, uh, to 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 rule them more or less. So. Long gone are the days of Walter Cronkite, the most trusted man in America. You just take off his glasses. That's the way it is. Reported objectively, this is this is what's happening. And I don't know. Maybe they got too bored with it. It, it, it wasn't hip enough for the ratings. So they're going to, like you said, they're going to put a spin on it. They're going to do this. And it's like, wait a second. I just want to hear the truth. I just want to know what's going on where they, they right away will put a spin on it. And, and you know, it, it's easy to get confused. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's unreal, what's seen and unseen, what, what, what's correct here. Because, because people, you know, they're, they're spinning everything, they, they, you know, everything. And they're getting all these uh, political uh, contributors and, and, and they spin it according to if they want a liberal view or a conservative view or, you know, who, who they're picking are going to take, you know, the side that they want. And, and you can see it coming. So um, uh, that, that, that has me toggling between it's like, oh, enough of this. I, I see where you're just going to bash the guy. Or you're gonna, you know, be for them. I, I just want, I, I just want objectively to see, uh, you know, what the facts are, and that gets that gets harder and harder. Yeah. So, and now the scare. I don't know, John. Did you receive any polling, John, or any news about your voting? Uh, I haven't gotten that yet. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, I, I see it's pending. Yeah, I checked. Uh, I checked the website. Uh, the status for me is the same as pending. It shows, um, I think it shows when I initiated the request. It shows when they did approve 
me to receive a mail-in ballot. Uh, so those, those two dates are listed. The current status is pending. The next two dates are when they mail it to me and when, and, and when they get it back. Uh, and so they, and when they do mail to me, I'll, I'll be able to check that website and see what, exactly when they mailed to me. And that's why I know that they did not mail it to me yet. Pennsylvania's only up to October 19th. That's, um, that's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. They put that on the news. Well, what do you mean? That's, that's, the, that's one that deadline for registering to vote. And I think the uh, 13th was for New mail. Jersey and Delaware. Yeah, it's around that. It's earlier, about a week earlier for them. So, so yeah, technically we do have time. And, uh, you know, th this could dra dramatically change the way everybody votes because, you know, if, if, if they're careful with the virus and things and they don't want to, you know, be crunched together with people at the, at the election places, this, this vote by mail, uh, you know, it, it's a very convenient way to go. It's like, okay, here, here's my vote. I'm going to mail it in and I don't have to stand in line at, at any of these polling places anymore. Yeah, but there, there are some people, you know, I know that they, they're going to go to that poll. They're, you know, they're going to put on their mask. They're going to socially distant, do whatever they have to do and just show up because they want to be in there and pull that lever. And that's good too. I just want to make sure that, you know, everybody has a chance. And, and, and what about uh, the, the mayor of New York paying all those fines off? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, they, uh, I mean, I'm sure John knows that, that Bloomberg put up millions of dollars for people that uh, need to pay restitution. He's paying off the restitution so they can vote. In other words, they've served their sentence, but... Uh, and, I, and I know that, that that's common among, uh, among guys that, that, that have had convictions is that you basically have to buy your way back in to be able to vote. You have to be able to pay off all the restitution and the fines. And that's what he's supposed to be doing for uh, uh, a, a number of people in Florida, I believe it was. Yeah, this is this is refers to Florida. Oh, he's doing it with his own personal money? Or? Yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, he has so much, and he makes a lot every day with his uh, media company. So, really oh, nothing, sorry. for some reason, I thought you were talking about De Blasio. <laughs> but you're oh, talking the about Blasio, Bloomberg. yeah, yeah former mayor. Former Yeah, and, and a lot of them are saying that you know you can't buy votes, but he's not really buying a vote because he's just helping these people out to get them expunged. But a lot of the he, you know he's hoping that they, if they do that, they'll vote Democratic. Uh, but that's. You know, they, they, they could vote Republican, you know, and, and, and so they're, they're, they're challenging that to see if it's constitutional. But uh, um, that, that, that could really help, you know, a lot of people because I know that, uh, that you know, they just don't have the money and uh, it's hard for them uh, and they, and they want to vote. So, so that's, what he's, that's what he's doing there. But again, it's it's to hopefully vote for the Republican or for vote for the Democrats, and that's what a lot of them are saying. Well, you're trying to buy the votes, and uh, you know, what's to say that these people won't vote Republican? You know, because Trump just came out with this big five hundred billion dollar package to help the blacks to get you know, 
better work and jobs and start your own businesses and things like that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see that because uh, they're going to break into programming this afternoon and have that announcement. Okay. They'll all be uh, looking at it, covering it somehow. It's up to you, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, so next week we got the men's group, so we won't be recording this, but um, but by this time next week we'll have watched that debate. I think the debate's on Tuesday. So Tuesday night, yeah, 9 o'clock. And there'll be a lot of preamble to that. There'll be warm-ups and... And I'm, I'm going to make an evening out of it. I'd, I'd like to start watching, like, right after the the evening news, the local news, the network news and stuff. I'm sure they're going to, they're gonna, you know, they're going to warm up to it. And I'd like to see all that. Because um, I, I think it'll be a, a very historic debate. Um, and, and I don't think there's been one this close since uh, Jack Kennedy and uh, Richard Nixon. And that was when they first had television in with, uh, you know, if you just heard them, Richard Nixon, like, crush Kennedy. That Kennedy was, you know, more handsome, he was charismatic, and he had a very good appearance on TV. And, um, you know, that, and that's 60 years ago. And, uh, and that's something that, that I'm just not in sync with, that Biden's Catholic. Kennedy was Catholic, but you, you, you know, you, you never hear him talk about that or say anything. And it's, it's, it's almost, and now with this new political appointee, this judge coming up, she's Catholic and they're going to seem to like hold that almost against her. They're going to, you know, they're going to rivet on that. So. Well, the majority of the uh, Supreme, there's at least six, maybe seven now. She's, she gets confirmed. Um, Thomas is a convert, or maybe he's cradle, and Roberts, and Alito, and um, I think both, uh, I think both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are Catholic, right? Not sure about Gorsuch, but Kavanaugh is. So that's four or five, and then you have Sotomayor, who's on the liberal wing, liberal side, and then you have, um, then you'd have this woman here. So that's at least six, possibly seven uh, Catholics. Uh, I wonder if that'll come up, uh, that'll probably uh, come up a little bit when they make the announcement this afternoon. Yeah, they'll, they'll go into detail on that. Might come up during the debate also. Breyer is Protestant. He's Episcopalian, I think, or Methodist. And then Kagan, I think she's Jewish. Yeah. How so, many do they have? How many Supreme Court justices? Nine. Oh, there is nine. And that's what breaks the ties, right? Yeah. Because if everybody votes, you have to have a majority, I guess. Is that is that it? Yeah. And then the Democrats, if they if they can't block this appointment, they they would if they get control of the Senate, they would look to um, expand the expand the Supreme Court to eleven, so that they can appoint have two liberal uh, just make appointments for two liberal uh, judges, and bring th bring things back up to even. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, how's how's it how's it tipping now? Because Trump, this would be Trump's third appointee. Yeah. 
and it's it's being on the conservative side. And so was that where the rub is? You're going to have mostly conservative Supreme Court justices now? Well, I mean, I don't know why there has to be a balance. I mean, uh, but, you know, that's what that's what most people want. They want to have a balance, although the liberals would, would want all nine to be you know, liberal. Uh, just brings back to the gospel stuff, uh, and like you said, there's not supposed to be a, like a, a person's religion is not supposed to factor into their thing. There's not supposed to be like a, I think you used to hear it referred to as a litmus test. There's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be, you know, will that person, does that person love the truth and will they, and justice, you know, are they, does that person love the truth and justice and will they make decisions according to that? And uh, that's that, you know, if we didn't live in this spin world, that's what they would be talking about. They'd be like, this person loves truth and justice, and here's examples of it. And someone else would be like, no, they don't love truth and justice because of this other thing. But uh, I don't know. But I'd like to end it now, if that's okay. You can yeah. end it with a, a, an Our Father. Very good. In the name Father, of the Father, Son, 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 Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Any requests, special prayer requests? I have a few personal intentions. Yeah, as do I. Yeah, myself too, so let's pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Okay.